Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the 20-something Vision Podcast. My name is Raymond, and today we're going to be talking about quiet quitting and quiet firing, something that has been relevant and recent in today's social media, something that I've noticed that has been trending. And today we just wanted to get together and talk about what it is, why we think it is, and our opinion on it on the both topics, because I think it's it may have been around, but I feel like now social media is making it popular. To start off, we will tell you the definition of quiet quitting. Quiet quitting is an application of work to rule in which employees work within defined work hours and engage solely in activities within those hours. Despite the name, the philosophy of quiet quitting is not connected to quitting a job outright, but rather doing precisely what the job requires. So yeah, so that's what quiet quitting is. Now we're going to tell you the definition of quiet firing, which is pretty much the mere opposite. Okay, here is the definition for quiet firing. While workers are rejoicing in quiet quitting, managers have been employing quiet firing for years. Quiet firing is when an employer does the bare legal minimum to get rid of an employee. So in other words, the employer can pretty much intentionally make the job hard for a certain employee. And the goal is to make the employee quit. So it makes it easier for them to get rid of the person. So if the person quits, they don't have to worry about firing and going through that whole process. So that's the goal there. So now we talked about it. And also another topic within this is acting your wage. The term acting your wage is really similar to the definition of quiet quitting. But I wanted to ask everybody here, what is your take on the quiet quitting and quiet firing phase that we're going through on social media? Do you pay any attention to it? Do you think it's important? Do you agree with it? Does anybody have a specific opinion on those two topics? I guess all I really have to say is I've seen quiet firing in person. I actually got to experience it. Like the example is like where I work, the area where I work at, it's known like everyone does not like working where I work because at the desk I work at, that's where we get patients at the hospital walk up to this, walk up to us. They're rowdy, angry, tired. They're trying to figure out where they got to go for their appointment. And one little thing, if you just you're off. If you're off on on a turn, where to go, stuff like that, then they'll voice their opinions, so to say. And so one of my higher ups had sent an employee who would voice their opinions about our supervisor, our higher ups, seeing that they don't do anything. They don't look out for us. They're only for themselves. Because he started speaking out, they ended up putting him in my area. And the big issue was that this gentleman cannot around patients unfortunately because he has issues of his own and because he's been so rowdy on the higher-ups they ended up putting him in my area where patients are coming to him with anger issues and it's ticking him off and it's very obvious that like they're trying to make him cause a scene so that way they can get rid of him they could fire him without having to what's the word let him go themselves or something like to me it's like the first clear sign of like quiet firing that i've like ever seen feel like people at amazon company i work at do it a lot i've never been had it firsthand but i feel like people do that a lot at amazon because they really don't care like what they can do fire me it's another just warehouse job you know and i really haven't seen quiet firing not yet i think this might go with quiet quitting but someone at my job one time they went to work they went on their lunch break and they just never came back so i personally wasn't like on the shift but like my friends like my co-workers told me that so i don't know if that's exactly an example of quiet quitting but it's kind of crazy because somehow they were able to get back with the company and now they're a manager so <laughs> crazy but yeah i would say that would be an example of quiet 
quitting. I haven't personally experienced either or. However, I've heard like stories like social media or through someone else. And I just, I don't agree with both. Like with the quiet firing, I think it's kind of messed up because I feel like if you really want to fire somebody, then just do everything the right way. I don't get how companies, or it may not even be the company, but it could be certain managers or supervisors. I feel like they overcomplicate things and they make things harder than what it's supposed to be. But I feel like if you go the legal way, I feel like the legal and the moral way, like just do things. I just believe in just doing things the right way, even if it's harder, but that's just what I stand on. So like with quiet firing, it's prevalent. I've seen it before. I've heard about it and I just don't agree with it. It's just unfortunate. And I, I understand because it's sometimes if you need to fire somebody, it could be hard to do so. If you don't have a really good reason, it could be a thing with like favoritism in the sense of like, oh, I don't really want this person anymore, but there's not really a good solid justifiable reason to fire them. So we're going to just quiet fire them. And I think that is what's really going on. And I think that can be accepted. That's a really big workplace flaw that needs to be corrected. I just wanted to say that I agree with what you're saying. I feel like if a company feels the need to want to fire their associate, they shouldn't do it where it's like they're doing it purposely, making the job harder for them or making it making life more difficult yeah just do it the right way if they deserve to be fired then just fire them let them go i don't think that's really a good image on said company either if they're trying to just i don't know make you suffer in a way and then fire you after that's not okay yeah i agree with you it's like why beat around the bush if it's something that needs to be addressed and just address it instead of just trying to do the quiet firing i feel like that's just not a healthy work behavior and i hope that it doesn't really proceed but at the same time i feel like if you think about it i feel like it's been around forever it's been around for a, like longer than we like think because i feel like now we're barely learning about it but if you think about it, I'm pretty sure it's been around like way back, like way back ever since work started, honestly. And then when it comes down to quiet quitting, I also don't agree with it. But this one, I have a little bit more, I would say, leniency in a sense, because I can understand why some people do quiet quit. They may hate the job or the term act your wage. The quiet quitting, I don't really agree with. The acting your wage, I do agree with. So I'll explain that in a second. So when it comes down to quiet quitting, like I said, like it's the same thing with the quiet firing. If you really want to quit your job, just leave quit i feel like there's no point of just beating around the bush in that specific sense so it's like at the same time in the sense of the quiet firing where like the the employer is wronging the employee i feel like it's the other way around like with the quiet quitting the employee is wronging the employer because at the end of the day the employer has expectations for the employee like they need certain things done and they're relying on them to get the things done so it's like they're quiet quitting they're just doing the bare minimum and it's just like there's no point of going through all of that quiet firing or quitting like beating around the bush just address it just make it happen that's what i was trying to say with that okay so now i'll tell you the definition of act your wage we heard this one in the social media as well so now acting your wage it means for definition it says if you're acting your wage that means that the amount of labor that you're putting in reflects the amount of what you're getting paid so in that specific perspective i agree with it because it's like in sense of the company if you expect me to do this then i expect to get paid this much so it's like if you expect me to do more then i expect to get paid more so what i don't like we talked about this in our previous exploitation podcast but what i don't like is like when employers really try to maximize minimum wage workers like really try to make them do way more than what they physically can do and expect expect good work out of them so it's like i agree with that like accurate wage like just do what you're paid to do i like to a certain extent i always agree with the fact of like yeah do above and beyond at your job it's always good to do that to make a good reputation have respect from your work your co-workers your managers supervisors so you can get promoted and stuff like that i agree with that but to a certain extent, just keep the boundaries. If they're asking you to do something that you know is not in your pay grade, like just you shouldn't have to do it. That's my take on when it comes down to acting your wage.
All right, everybody, for the rest of this podcast episode, it'll just be me, your boy Raymond. So pretty much, I just wanted to go into more depth of each of the topics that we talked about today. We have the quiet firing, the quiet quitting, and acting your wage. Now, quiet quitting and acting your wage are pretty similar, but they're just explained in different ways. And so for this part, I wanted to give a special shout out to Saray Mary on Instagram and Saray Threads on TikTok. Please forgive me if I said your name wrong, but I wanted to give you a special shout out and I wanted to say thank you for your amazing content. If you don't know who she is, she is an up and coming content creator on Instagram and TikTok. She makes funny and entertaining skits about the workplace, more specifically about toxic supervisors and management. What I really like about her content is that yeah, it's funny, but at the same time, you could really learn a lot. And she really shows how some toxic work environments really are, especially in terms of the quiet firing, the quiet quitting, acting your wage, and of course, just toxic and micromanagers. So again, I just want to give you a special shout out. Your content is amazing and your videos inspired this entire podcast episode. So thank you very much. So for the rest of this podcast, I am going to play you three of her videos and then I'll go into more depth and explain them. And it will contribute to the entire conversation. Hopefully it makes everything easier to understand. And you can see what is going on in this current society at work, in the workplace, in corporate America in 2022. So the first one I'm going to play covers quiet firing. And in this skit, you're going to see some things that a toxic supervisor or manager would do when they're trying to quiet fire you. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hey Veronica, you're late. Susan, what are you talking about? It's nine o'clock. Exactly, if you're on time, you're late and I need you to be here earlier, so get it together. Veronica, I don't want you hanging up on angry clients. Susan, I'm not gonna tolerate someone cussing me out on the phone. Well, next time it happens, I'm writing you up. Okay, Susan, I dare you. Go ahead, we'll see what Bianca has to say about it. Also, I'd like you to redo this report. What's wrong with it? There's nothing wrong with it. I just don't like it. <laughs> Susan, I don't know what's wrong with you. You're on one today. <laughs> But I'm not redoing this. There's nothing wrong with it. Also, your time off request wasn't approved. What are you talking about? I requested it far in advance and I already have a meet and greet with Mickey and friends. Oh, oh wait, I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. You're trying to quiet fire me. <laughs> you're trying to get me to quit, right? Right, by being mean and getting me to do all these tasks and everything. <laughs> I'm sorry, Susan. Your tactics don't work on me. Wait till I tell Bianca. Oh my God. <laughs> You had me there for a second, Susan. You did. But anyways, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to keep doing my work. You're the worst. <laughs> anyways, have a great day. Okay, bye. Okay, so like I said, she really displayed quiet firing in the most perfect way. I will put the link of this video in our description so you can see it. You know, you can actually see the video instead of just listening to it. But so for example, the manager was just pressing her on some random things or some things that were unnecessary and things that has never happened before, things that she's never pressed her for. So like, for example, like getting there right on time or accepting disrespect from clients. There is even the thing about the time off request that got rejected, just things like that. Little petty things like that, that the supervisor has done it just makes it clear what she's doing and then as you see towards the end of the video veronica started to realize oh okay i know what you're doing like you never really acted this way but now you're acting this way all of a sudden it's pretty clear that you're doing these things to make me want to quit and the key thing in this video at the end she makes it clear she said i'm not going anywhere even if you continue to act this way you're not going to get your way i'm going to still do my job and that's that you're not going to make my job harder for me so that's what i really liked about this video yes it's funny and it's kind of silly but at the same time like you could really learn a lot from it if you 
know that you're in this type of situation or similar situation, you have to be able to set your boundaries. And if it even gets to a point where it's really making your job and life harder, that's where I do recommend, hey, taking it to HR and letting them know that you're being mistreated by your manager. And just for reference, whenever she says Bianca, she's referring to the HR manager. And yeah, in my opinion, it's just not fair and it's not cool. And I know we mentioned this earlier at the beginning of the podcast. It's just, I don't see why this is a thing with supervisors or managers. I feel like instead of being passive aggressive about it, why is it so hard to have a conversation with the employee or just trying to find a way to help them improve on what's going on? Maybe they're not reaching a certain status quo or maybe they're not as productive or something like that. How about actually talking to them and addressing it? I feel like that's the best way to go about things like this. The quiet firing, I just don't, I just don't agree with it. I just don't see how it's really effective and like morally right. So my advice for managers and supervisors out there that are practicing this, I would just say find another way. The best way to do something like this is honestly just communication. Maybe the employee may not even know what's going on. Maybe they don't know what they're doing wrong. And as a supervisor and a manager, it's your responsibility to communicate with them and let them know what they can do better. Because at the end of the day, like working and being an employer, it's a mutual agreement. The employer is saying, if you get this work done for us, we'll pay you. And the employee is saying, I'll do this work if you pay me. So it's a mutual agreement. You both need each other. So I feel like instead of keeping that hostile environment, you need to find a way to make things work together. And these are some practices that I plan on applying to my own business in the future when it comes down to the fact that I have my own employees. I just want to emphasize the importance of clear communication and just working together because like I said earlier, a job is a mutual thing, but yes, you still need to both be taking care of each other. Okay, so the next one, she goes over quiet quitting. And in this video, what she does is she demonstrates and explains amongst her coworkers and her supervisor how to quiet quit. So her supervisor is gonna ask her, why have you been telling everybody how to quiet quit in the office? And she's gonna explain why she's doing it and what it is. My main reason for wanting to play this video is because it shows how to really stand up for yourself and really work for what you're getting paid for. So without further ado, let's get into it. Have a seat, Veronica. Did you tell everyone in the office about quiet quitting? I did, yeah, mm -hmm. I did do that, yeah. Do you know what that means? Um, yeah, it means that you just come to work, you do your job, and then you go home. You should try it sometime. Well, this is creating an unhealthy mindset for our employees, and- But don't you think that telling your employees to go above and beyond for a company that pays them a salary that they can barely live off of, don't you think that's unhealthy? Veronica, please stop. You need to stop. Deborah, Deborah, come here. What's up? Did you get any bonuses or a promotion for going above and beyond? I have not, I'm still waiting patiently. Poor thing, she's been going above and beyond for years and has nothing to show for it, so why would I? Okay, well, if you keep talking about this with other employees, we're gonna have to take corrective action. <laughs> corrective action for what, Susan? <laughs> You're so silly. I come here, I do my job, I do a good job, and then I go home and I pay my bills. <laughs> Anyways, if you wanna pay me more, then maybe I'll go above and beyond for that. So pretty much in this video, Veronica is the main character. Her main reasoning for quiet quitting is because she doesn't want to go above and beyond for a company that doesn't go above and beyond for her. So she's keeping that same energy. Pretty much what she's saying is, it's not fair for her to give it her all, give it her best, stress herself out for a company that's not taking care of her, paying her the minimum amount that they can just to get by, it's not fair for her. Now, this is pretty much the direct opposite of quiet firing. And in terms of this one, for my personal opinion, I understand it a little bit more, just how I said earlier, but at the same time, I feel like the employee still has the same responsibility to have clear communication to the supervisor. 
because I feel like if you don't say anything and then you just go straight to the quiet quitting, then you're not really helping anything. You're just going to get yourself fired. So I feel like if you're in this situation when you know you're not being treated right, whether it's your low pay or just terrible work conditions, whatever it is, I feel like it is your responsibility to say something. So it goes both ways. It's really merely the opposite. And then in the part where Veronica calls in Deborah, she asked her, has she gotten any promotions while her time working there for going above and beyond? And she said no. And pretty much for more context, if you watch all of her videos, you'll see like Deborah is a character that is like always working super hard of course, like above and beyond. So she asked that question and she said no. And then that kind of explains why Veronica's acting this way. So pretty much to put this in like a real life situation, as a manager and supervisor, it's your responsibility to take care of the employees. And at the same time, it's your responsibility to make work enjoyable or make work something that people actually want to go to. You know what I mean? They should make the job something that you wake up and you actually want to go do instead of something that you just oh i gotta go to work something that you're dragging because what's the whole point of having employees that are just dragging like their productivity is not even going to be there if you can make your work environment healthy and fun or enjoyable you'll have better productivity or also on top of that something that's like inspiring the people to work something that gives the employee hope of being able to grow in the job or get a new position have some type of growth in the company because when you're working i mean this is your career it's something that you're dedicating your life to you want to be able to have some type of room of growth as an employee when you know there's nothing like that there the company's not really taking care of you long term why would you want to work for them or if you're still going to work for them why would you want to work hard and give me your all so this is why i emphasize to employers like hey try your best to make the work environment enjoyable and at the same time for the employees i feel like it's really important for you to take the responsibility to communicate to your supervisors or managers or even hr that you're unsatisfied with a certain thing about work you feel like you're not getting paid for what you're doing or you're not getting paid appropriately for your experience or education any qualifications things like that and something that I have learned from my personal HR class and my public administration class was one of the main things that employees really want is just room to grow. A lot of people may say it's money, but I feel like in reality, money only goes a certain way, but employees are really looking for a better life quality when it comes down to either benefits like dental, vision, time off, vacation, stuff like that. Those things other than money are things that make the employer want to stay there. But I think the most important thing is just room for growth. I feel like if somebody's working a job that they know there's no growth possible, they're not gonna be inspired. They're not gonna come to work productive. So that's another big thing. I think that in this video, she indirectly explained that. And to close it off with this video, it may counteract what I had just said, but she said, if you wanna pay me more, then maybe I'll go above and beyond. And to this, I will say, hey, if you know that you're under paid speak up and that's what she's doing now she's speaking up and there's a lot of people out there that are being underpaid for the work that they're doing a lot of people are put in some unsafe work conditions and they're expected a lot that is not really realistic and it's just not fair but i mean it's just how corporate america is and as a business person going forward i took it upon myself to become a very ethical ceo in the sense of i would never want to underpay anybody or exploit anybody because as a young person gen z 20 year old i understand like what it how it feels and what it's like to really be in that situation i would never ever want to put somebody else in that type of situation and it's just pretty much my perspective of being a leader or being a manager or supervisor is the people around you need to eat and what i mean by that is take care of the people around you if you think about it they're taking care of you if they're taking care of your business they're your employee they're helping you at the same time it's your responsibility to take care of them as well and not exploit them
All right, and for the last video that I wanted to play for you, this is called Acting Your Wage. So this is a topic that we also talked about in our podcast. It's really similar to the quiet quitting, but you'll see a little difference. So pretty much in this video, you're going to hear Veronica explaining to her coworkers that she's only going to do what she's getting paid for. But the main point of this video is that she's really just setting her boundaries. She's not letting herself get exploited. So without further ado, let's get into it. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Acting Your Wage 101, where I teach you how to not overextend yourself for a job that doesn't care about you or pay you enough. Always remember that the amount that you're getting paid does reflect the amount of work that you put in, okay? If Susan tries to give you the work of two people, two people, you are one person, what do you do? Yeah, you complete all of it so that you can take on more work so that Susan will be proud of you. No, no, that's not what you're gonna do, right? You're gonna say, Susan, unless you're gonna pay me the salary of two people because I'm one person, I'm not gonna do that respectfully. Respectfully, I decline, right? Repeat after me, respectfully, I decline, Susan, okay? Respectfully, respectfully, I decline, Susan, okay. Oh, it's time for a 10 minute break, let's go. Deborah, oh my God, you're typing so vigorously that you're sweating. Oh my God, you're not getting paid more for typing faster. Calm down, okay? All right, everyone, well, it is five o'clock and I can't miss Hocus Pocus, okay? So in the beginning, she says, we're going to teach you how to not overextend yourself for a job that doesn't care about you or pay you enough. And it kind of goes over what I just explained just now in the terms of the leader of the company, their responsibility should be to take care of the employer and vice versa. The employee, their responsibility is also take care of the business. So like you said, if you're not going to take care of me, I'm not going to overextend myself to take care of you. It should be a mutual thing. And yes, how the video goes along, she just says that the amount that you're getting paid does reflect the amount of work that you are to put in. And I mean, that's keeping it realistic. If you're getting paid to do A, B, and C, then you do A, B, and C. Because I would say that as an employee, if you do wanna get promoted, you wanna get good credible letters or recommendations or good references, you do wanna go above and beyond to show that you're a really good worker. But at the same time, you don't wanna do more to the point where you're getting exploited. And that's what she's really trying to say. I'm pretty sure that you'll probably experience this if you're working. You'll see when managers, supervisors are, they're going to try to exploit you and try to squeeze and milk out as much work as they can from you for such little pay. And that's what she's really trying to get at here. She's just saying, don't let it happen. I think that in all of these videos, she's really showing how important it is to just set those boundaries and don't let it happen to you. You just have to speak up. Speak up. And we talked about this in a similar fashion in our previous episode that we posted. It is called Exploitation and the Bare Minimum at Work. If you haven't listened to that one, I definitely recommend it because we share some stories of when we all have felt like we have been exploited at work or some things that we have seen. And this new topic that we're talking about now just compliments what we were talking about earlier i definitely recommend you listening to it i will link it in our description but the reason why i'm kind of circling back is i just really want to emphasize how important it is to not let yourself get exploited and something that i learned from someone older than me that has had a lot of corporate experience they had in and this is corporate experience or just in general and anything in life they had said that people will only do to you what you let them so if you don't say anything they're going to keep on doing what they're doing until you say something. So in other words, people will take advantage of you unless you say something. So this is a really good example. All of these videos are all good examples. You notice that when Veronica speaks up and says something, Susan, which is a supervisor, she notices. She's like, oh, okay, Veronica knows what I'm trying to do. Let me go ahead and stop it. And that's the reality of life in the corporate world or anywhere in life. If people are treating you wrong, they're taking advantage of you, they're doing something that you don't like, they're gonna keep on doing it until you say something. Just have that conversation with them. Be straight up, be straightforward. And like I have always been saying, clear communication is the best way to be happy. 
So when you communicate, hey, I don't like the things that you're doing. I know that you're taking advantage of me and I don't like it. I don't appreciate it. If you respect me as a person or as an employee or whatever situation you're in, I would appreciate it if you stop. And this is not only for work, but this can be for anything in life, like with friends, relationships, anything like that. So I'll leave you with that. The quote of the day is, people will only do what you allow them. So when you know you're in a situation where someone is not treating you right, don't be afraid to communicate with them. When it comes down to quiet firing in the perspective of an employee, when you notice that this is happening to you, you should definitely report it to HR or somebody that can help you out. Make sure you set your boundaries. Don't let them take advantage of you. Don't let them mistreat you. Just have a good communication. I mean, in that situation, communication is going to be the best option for you. Just trying to understand what's going on. Um, let your supervisor know that, hey, you're treating me this way. I don't like it. Let's have a conversation. Let's just try to fix it. And I had mentioned, remember earlier, I said that it's important for the employee and the employer to both have a mutual agreement that, hey, we're taking care of each other. Let's work together. Let's make it a healthy work environment. When we talked about quiet quitting, it's merely the exact opposite of quiet firing, just in a different perspective. If you feel like you're not happy with your work environment, communicate that with your supervisor or HR. Just have a conversation and try to fix it. It's mutual. And lastly, we talked about acting your wage. Only do what you're being paid for. Don't let yourself get exploited. At the same time, if you know that you want to grow in this job, of course you want to do your best, but do what you're getting paid for. Without further ado, I really hope that you were able to take something away from this podcast. This was a little bit different. It was really cool to just bring in another creator and just show off her work. She's doing really good. We wanted to say thank you to you. You do a really good job at just explaining the reality of corporate America. People will only do to you what you let them. And that's what we have for you today. So have a great day. And wherever you are, whether it's at work, with your friends, with your relationship, with anything in life, never let anyone step on your vision. Speak up.